Hey, I'm Jeff. And I'm Jeremy. And you're listening to the Death Scography Podcast. Episode 21. Your boys yeah. can drink. And now buy cigarettes. Yeah, thank God. I was really jonesing for a cigarette. You just need a you square. I mean? You need to smoke a square. <laughs> just, just get a deck of squares. Just What What else can you do when you're 21? Uh... <laughs> Burn, I don't know. Burn, burn a ciggy. Burn a, burn a ciggy. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, well, thank, <laughs> thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. Um, if you're unaware of who we are, we are a podcast going chronologically through the Death Wish Inc. record label discography, record by record by record. Uh, and this is going. We're going to be talking about the Fighting Music Volume Two compilation cd today so the art that i saw said fighting the music too so if you depending on where you look if it's discogs if it's death wishes pages if it's death wishes Bandcamp, or if it's the art it says it about a six different ways interesting but in the and i uh so i was looking up some stuff in the book that bridge nine put out the mm-hmm. owner put out a book about the first nine years of the label mm-hmm. um he calls it Fighting Music Volume 2. So I think that that's what it's supposed to be called. Is that your citation? Fighting, that's my citation. I fucking, it's from that book. Uh, <laughs> I have the title here, Bridge Nine, The First Nine Years. Um, it's a really cool book. I, I got to thumb through it while doing the research on this episode, actually. Uh, but yeah, it, he says Fighting Music Volume 2. That's what we're going with. Not fighting the music, not the fight music. Not not a uh, fight song by Marilyn Manson, not two fights, two music, you know, none of those. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. So before we get into fighting music, volume two, I feel like we need to address last week's episode, which was on the promise by Ringworm. Um, yeah, we got some feedback on what which what social media it was Instagram, Instagram from uh, from Ringworm's fan page uh and yeah the official ringworm yeah and they um i don't know it was kind of lukewarm uh yeah they didn't seem too positive to uh our episode and may you know they said we got some facts wrong some band facts specifically which uh Uh, which i don't uh i will say that nothing that i have researched for this show has ever been wrong. <laughs> You're just coming out and saying it. Yes. Because I have never ever researched anything for this show. Yes. I I I, I take full responsibility. I do all the research for the episode. Uh that's Jeff passing the passing the buck to me. No, I but have like, never ever ever reported a wrong fact <laughs> on this but, episode. Yeah, so I I do I do all the research and you know I, I try to make sure I have a source for everything I do. Right. But I just you know sometimes that source is user edited. Right. Um, like you're talking about like, like uh, Wikipedia or. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Discog. Discogs, same deal. It's yeah. like it it it, 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 it's, it relies on the users to put in the information, and so sometimes that information is just wrong. Yeah. But I don't know it's wrong because I'm only this is the only thing I can find. Right. You know, a, a lot of these bands like it's not like there's you know, peer reviewed 
papers and the, on. And, the, and that's going to get easier as we move forward into yes. the more digital age uh, through this discography. So I guess what we want to say is like, if you ever hear anything on the podcast that you flat out know is incorrect, please reach out to us. Let us know uh, if you're in a band that we cover and you're like, hey, that's not how it happened. Like, please reach out to us. We're not experts on this stuff. We are fans first. Um, yeah, absolutely. who are learning new stuff about these bands and this record label. And um, we would never want to piss anybody off, you know, like we. And secondly, I would say that we fucking bullshit a lot. Uh, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> like, you know. Uh, I feel like a lot of people. Uh, I feel like most people understand that about us, uh, but I guess it needs to be said. Um, but also, yeah, like, um, hopefully, hopefully the guys in ringworm aren't, uh, super mad at us or whatever. Yeah. I hope not. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I, I was letting them know is like, we really liked the record and we yeah. were not doing anything out of sort of like maliciousness, um, maliciousness or anything like that. Ma I think, and, I think uh, maybe the words malice. I think we just made up right. maliciousness, <laughs> malicious malice. We weren't doing anything out of spite or malice. It, we, Maleficent. We genuinely Maleficent. Uh, <laughs> What's the name we, of that second one? I don't know. <laughs> Maleficent two. Yeah. You know, the, the Maleficent test to Maleficent two. <laughs> That's my two Maleficents. <laughs> if you want my two Maleficents on the fact of but, the matter. But yeah, like like Jeff said, we're not fucking professionals. This is we're fans, man. We're fans of the music. We're fans of the label. We're trying to learn what we can. I'm doing what I can with research, but sometimes it's just wrong. And I, you know, I, I really do try and source everything, but I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to do. I'm going to make extra extra care that I have properly sourced things. And so if something is wrong and I can, I'll have the article I pulled it from and we can figure out, yeah, you know, maybe a way to correct it on the internet or anything like that. Um, but yeah, so we we're unsure what we got wrong about ringworm. Yeah, we haven't heard what we got wrong, but we did they, apparently get some yeah, band facts wrong. <laughs> yeah. They, we did invite them to either, uh, to come on and, uh, and talk about what we got wrong, but you know, it's not, yeah, they don't it's know not us on that. them. It, yeah. yeah, they don't know us. They don't know us anything. So, right. um, but the offer is out there. If if any band, if we've gotten something wrong, please let us know. Reach out. You can message us, or if you want to come on and just accept uh, pictures of Gabriel. <laughs> you're not They're allowed banned from the podcast. You're not allowed back on our podcast. Not after what you fucking did. You know what you did. You know what old you did. Pictures of Gabriel. <laughs> oh, all right. Oh. Well, now that that's out of the way. Pog, old P O G. <laughs> yes, very old. There. <laughs> God. All right. Enough bullshit. Finding music, volume two. <laughs> this is uh, Death Wish's twenty-first uh, release, but it is DW zero one nine. Um, if you, I think we, what did we cover the first volume on episode three? I want to yeah, say, I think Jeff. so. I think so. Um, it was a, the first one was a co-release by uh, Deathwish, Bridge Nine Records, and Thorpe Records. But yep. this one they added in a newcomer. Uh, mm. Well, at least to to the to the label or to the uh, series, uh, Indecision Records. Nice, not Incision Records. Yeah, which released that Ringworm record. Ringworm, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But Indecision Records. Um, and I actually got a little bit more info. So, I, like I mentioned earlier, I found uh, the the book that bridge nine put out and mm -hmm. i pulled uh some really interesting information about how this series actually came to be cool um and this is 
direct quotes from that book. <laughs> <laughs> so if this is wrong, it was not my fault. <laughs> okay, but so uh, the author is the uh, uh, owner of Bridge Nine. I'm unsure of his name at the moment. I think it's Chris, but he goes to say, Trey McCarthy, who we know from Death Wish, yeah. was a good friend who I had known for several years in the Boston scene back when he was a Bane roadie oh. and before he started the label with his longtime friend and roommate, Jacob Bannon. We hung out with a lot of the same people, and I even had a tattoo artist named Mike Luzier tattoo a Bridge Nine stomach rocker on me in 1999 in the kitchen of Trey and Jake's apartment. Nice. <laughs> Which I love that so much. Uh, he goes on to say, Deathwish had been a label for a year or two at the time that B9 was in the Inatech office in Boston, so Trey would stop by regularly to hang out because he lived about five minutes away. I was excited that Trey and Jake had a new label, and I wanted to support their efforts. In the spirit of the collective, we started finding ways to share resources so each of our own efforts would be doubled. The growing Deathwish roster had more in common sense-wise, or sorry, had more in common sound-wise with Bridge Nines and the rest of the labels, so it made sense to collaborate. This is the, he's talking about the Inatech office that they were in. Uh -huh. um, Jake approached me in 2001 regarding a comp that he wanted to create. He branded the compilation Fighting Music, and the cover was illustrated by Mike Lizier, who was that... Tattoo artist. Tattoo artist that tattooed him in their apartment. Right. So, you know, it's a big, small world. But goes on to say, the following summer, we added Southern California label Indecision Records to the fold and released a low-cost 35-band sampler as the second addition to the Fighting Music series. Bridge Nine contributed nine songs to the effort, and once again, it allowed us to... Uh, all, sorry, it allowed all involved to get four times the bang for our buck. Uh, we were all growing independent labels and needed to share resources whenever possible. And for a few years, Bridge Nine and Deathwish were inseparable on the Fest circuit. Uh, at Posse Numbers, Hellfest, and even our own shared billing two-day Bridge Nine Deathwish Fest, we'd either split table rentals or have them positioned side by side. Nice. End of the quote. Nice. So it seems that Deathwish and Bridge Nine really had a strong relationship at the beginning of uh, Deathwish's life. Yeah. And, which I think is really cool when when labels like work together. Yeah, they're, they're, and it's not, it's, and furthermore, they're just like friends, you know, like, they're yeah, like they're so exactly it's like they're they're friends and they're just helping each other out. And you get your get stomach fucking, tattooed in someone's kitchen. You're friends. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. And it's like they did their own fest together, like a Bridge Nine Death Wish Fest, which mm -hmm. I didn't know until we started this podcast. that, that was even a thing. Yeah, I didn't either. I knew that uh, Death Wish Fest was a thing. Yeah, but like this is like a whole separate thing. So yeah, uh it's pretty cool. So yeah, just some really interesting information about how the comp series came about. Um oh, yeah. I mean, you know, they're they're both kind of based in Boston, so it makes sense. All right. Well let's All right. Three guesses who the first band on this comp is. <laughs> All right. Uh say it out loud with us uh on three. Ready? One, two, three, converge. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, was try, I was trying to think of uh, Hellchild. Uh, <laughs> fucked it up. We all love them. We all love them, but it is Converge. Um, down, downpour by Converge. Sick ass song. Next. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> we've heard it. We've talked about it. We're moving on. Um, the next one is was a surprise for me. I don't know about you, Jeff. Fucking Throwdown. Yeah, I didn't expect to see Throwdown on this uh, comp, but this song's tight. Yeah, it's it's not you know it's not bad. It's like um it it's it's they had a lot of lineup changes. Mm -hmm. Throwdown did, and this is like before I got into them with the album Haymaker, mm -hmm. and uh, I never really listened to this record. Um, but like this, so this is like early, early Throwdown. Uh, yeah, I uh, like it. Uh, 
it's it's cool it's like um so the band like the reason they they're on this is it's like this song is off of uh, an album called you don't have to be blood to be family that came out on indecision uh but throwdown's from orange county and i think indecision is from orange county gotcha. so like a lot of their bands are from that area right which makes sense death wish bands are from boston you know yeah, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. but uh yeah, so just a couple of quick facts about Throwdown. I wanted I was looking up some information. They formed in 1997. No original members, no original members remain in that band. Today. Oh, sick! <laughs> not a single one. Nice. <laughs> Even their vocalist, who has been their vocalist for a long time, was not the original vocalist. So wow. it's like, you know, they just don't have any original members. But they 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 kind of started life as a hardcore band, but now they're nowadays they're kind of just like groove metal. Yeah, yeah. You know, they they would share the stage more with like Lamb of God. Lamb of God and Pantera and shit. You right. know what I mean? Like, um, but apparently they 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 got their name. Uh, they took on the name Throwdown as a quote wry irony on their collective stature quote because no member at the time was more than five foot eight inches. All right. So I think it's some sort of joke that they're all short. Cool. <laughs> I don't know. That's it's just a weird. The weird thing, but you know, members went on to be in like 18 visions and bleeding through who we're actually going to talk about later. Yeah. Uh, on this episode. Um, but last quick fact, Jared Alexander, who I don't know if you recognize that name, Jeff, he was from the suicide file. Mm hmm. Uh, and later my chemical romance, right. He played for this band on like three or four records. Oh, for, well. for throwdown for throwdown. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. He played on haymaker and he played on a couple of their newer ones. So it's just like, fucking small world like yeah, we, yeah for sure i don't know but like you said the, the the song's not bad um i have more of a of a nostalgia for their haymaker record so yeah. like i wasn't i wasn't super into it but it's not a bad it's not a bad song yeah uh all right let's move on next song we is, got a long way to go there are 30, go, 35 songs on this goddamn cd <laughs> uh yeah so here we are no warning uh their song ill blood is or sorry their song is from their Ill Blood record on Bridge Nine Records. Mm -hmm. uh, this band was on the first Fighting Music comp. Go back and listen to episode three if you want to find out more uh, about the band. But, um, you know, this song just reminds me of Cruel Hand. And I know that that's ironic because Cruel Hand is influenced by No Warning. Right. But I heard Cruel Hand first. Yeah. So that's all I can think of is when, when I hear this yeah, sort of like thra thrashy yeah, hardcore. It, yeah, it's like thra thrashy hardcore. But not like ringworm thrash hard, hardcore like we were talking no, about no, no. Uh, last last week. Um, but yeah, it's good. I mean, I, my note is uh, this is fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Um, but yeah, like I said, go back to listen to episode three if you want to find out more about that band. We're going to fucking chug through. We got a lot of bands. Yeah. Uh, next song is by Jesus Eater. Yeah. Um, it's it's from their Step Inside My Death Ray LP on Death Wish, which yep. we have covered on episode 12. Yep, it's good. So it's great. It's a good song. Go back to listen to episode still, 12 if you want to find out still, more about that band. Still a fan. Still just, yeah, top, top, top shit. Oh, they were also on the first Fighting Music comp, which is how we first heard of them. Yeah. Um. So anyways. All right, moving on. This one is brand. This is brand new to me. I've never heard of this band before. Sinners and Saints. Yeah, I saw it as Sinners and Saints, but on I think on Bandcamp it's listed as the Sinner Saints or yeah, something like that. Uh, but I think the band. Weird. I think the band is called Sinners and Saints. Yeah, uh, that pretty the sure. Bandcamp, the Bandcamp is uh, kind of fucked up. <laughs> so, um, but Sinners and Saints. Uh, the song is from the Sky Is Falling record on Bridge Nine, another Bridge Nine band. What do you think? I don't like it. No? Uh, no, and I don't know if it's because of where my mind was at with 
this record, like thinking, you know, fighting music volume two. Yeah. And then this, yeah, I definitely, like, I definitely wouldn't think of this as fighting music, but I mean, obviously no. it's just, that's just the name of a comp, but still. Right. But like, you know, they kind of sound like social distortion a little bit. For you know, me, they, they, it's like, uh, I wrote down, it's like a little more aggressive gin blossoms or blind melon kind of band. Uh, yeah. I, um, almost Axel Rosie vocals at times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's not bad. I, I didn't, I didn't dislike it. I, I think I need to go back and, and listen to it with like, maybe I'll try to just listen to the record on its own. Cause I was just, I didn't like it. Um, yeah. but again, I really think that's because I was just, so thrown by like right wow, this is like song this is in the first 10 songs of fighting music were and you just... thrown down <laughs> <laughs> all right uh well just something about so talk about a little bit about this band uh the reason they're on bridge nine records is members were in uh blood for blood oh wow uh yeah one of the main members was in blood for blood and after the breakup of that band this band was formed uh, and they 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 released this record and went on hiatus for like ten years and then put out a split with Ramallah. Do you know who Ramallah is? Uh -uh. So, so Ramallah is X Blood for Blood, like it's Blood for Blood two essentially. Okay, it's a little bit more like metal leaning, uh -huh. but it's it's this it's a lot of the same members and stuff. Right. Um. And like they occasionally even play Blood for Blood songs that right. like this is hardcore and shit. Right. Yeah. So like this band put out a split with a fucking blood for blood type band huh. because the member was the, the shared member. And it's right. Right. Interesting. I mean, it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. But like I said, I, I, I might need to like listen to it on its own separate from all this because I just, I did not really like it. It's probably my least favorite song on the record, but mm. all right, let's move on. Next song. Sworn dead in. Serious. No, it's dead serious. Oh, I <gasps> fucked it up. Oh, you fucked it up, buddy. Oh, buddy, right. you fucked it up. <laughs> uh, this song, Dead Serious. I did not write a note down about Dead Serious. Ooh. Well, you know, it was they were on the first fighting music comp. So, you know, we're not going to spend a lot of time on it. Uh, I will say, I think we discussed this band a little bit afterwards, Jeff, because um, our good friend Jesse Brady told me that I was wrong for thinking that this band sucked oh. uh, because <laughs> because uh, they're kind of like skate punky, hardcore sort of shit. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I gave this this song a new kind of perspective when I listened to it, because I was like, OK, I didn't like it before, but maybe I'll like it now. Uh, and I did. I He was right. It kind of reminds me of uh, Down to Nothing, like cool. kind of skate, hardcore, upbeat, fun shit. But yeah, yeah they were it, on was, the it was good. I mean, it was, you know. Just quick, quick little banger. Exactly. They were on the uh, first fighting music comp episode three. Go listen to that for more information about the band. All right. Now, Jeff, what's the next band? <laughs> Suicide file. Sworn in. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Sworn in. I used to get this band confused with a band called Three Strikes. Uh, or Third Strike. Oh. I don't remember. Oh, okay. Fuck, I, don't I don't remember, remember. that band. Yeah. It's because... Uh, is isn't the guy from sworn in like a bald guy i don't know i don't, I don't know, I don't know man i don't remember i just <laughs> always got him fucking confused well sworn in i think uh they um there's a there was a newer band called sworn in mm. and it's a completely different band though how dare they yeah this track's fine uh i don't know man like yeah it's just kind of just a hardcore band yeah, um, so, you know, they, uh, let's see, this song was on their self-titled 7-inch on Bridge 9, 
Um, they're from the UK. Uh, there's actually quite a few, uh, uh, well, at least a couple um, international bands on this mm-hmm. on this uh, compilation. Um, I did think that this was really funny. Uh, one person on Reddit, when I was doing my information, one person on Reddit called them American Lightmare. <laughs> because they, they they rip off American Nightmare. Oh. <laughs> so American Lightmare, get it? Uh, uh, I honestly couldn't find much about this band. How they dare you exist. fucking say that about them, Jeremy? <laughs> No, it's not. I mean, there's worse bands to be compared to. American Nightmare is fucking sick. Um, I, I hear the American Nightmare influence. Um, but like you said, like, it's not a bad song. Uh, but honestly, I would just rather listen to American Nightmare. If I'm going to listen to a band that sounds like American Nightmare, just give me American Nightmare. All right. Moving on. Uh, next song is Knives Out. Mm. Um, this is uh, it's from the Heartburn EP on Death Wish. But we cover that whole record extensively. Yep. On episode 11. Yep. Uh, it's, sorry, it's sorry, sorry, guys. There's a lot of that happening. Yeah, yep. We're we're but we we're moving through. We're fucking twenty episode twenty minutes into this episode, and we're not halfway through this record. Yeah, so yeah. we're gonna just keep on going. All right, next one, the Suicide File. So good, so good. This is easily top five songs on this fucking record. Um, this feels a little it, cleaner than their the what we listened to before on that split. Yeah, that split. Yeah, this is like better, like better production, but it's still really fucking cool. Yeah, I like it a lot. Um, it's a it's a whole EP. I guess they pro- they might have spent a little bit more time in the studio or something to get it cleaner sounding. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's uh they put out a self titled EP on Indecision, which is why they ended up here. It's not a Death Wish release, even though interesting that split was a Death Wish release. They are Death Wish alums. Exactly. Um. Fantastic band. We talk about this band a lot on episode 15. They did a split with the Hope Conspiracy, and that's what that episode is about. Mm-hmm. Um, so just a brief thing. This band is fucking sick. Uh, this song is fucking sick. It's super catchy. Combines some really cool like rock and roll influences of hardcore. I really like it. Yeah, um, I'm in. I definitely uh, I, I've listened to uh, this EP because after that episode that we talked about with uh, them a bunch, I went and checked them out more. Yeah. Uh, really enjoy it um so yeah all right well, let's move on next song is by a band called count me out uh for me once again it's just eh, it's cool it's cool so for some reason this song hit me in the right way this yeah. song hit different than all the other kind of hardcore yeah. songs i don't know what it is it's hard to put my finger on it but it's fucking cool um but yeah so count me out Songs from their CD, I think it's called Permanent, uh, out on Indecision Records. Uh, straight Edge, hardcore punk band formed in Richmond, active like 97, 2003, which is a lot longer than a lot of these bands. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but they started, I, I like this, um, they were originally called What the Fuck. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah why, why change your name, guys? What Count the me fuck? Out. What the fuck? Why change your name? <laughs> Count me out. What the fuck? What the fuck? What Count the fuck? me out. Count me out. Count me out. What the fuck? What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> Count me out. But yeah, they they ended up breaking up. So um, in in 2003, they toured Europe. And <laughs> one then, of the uh, dudes was like, "Hey, hey, I'm fucking done, guys. Count me hey, out. Count me the fuck out." And they're all like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, they're like, "What the <laughs> fuck?" And he's like, "Count me out. Count me out. <laughs> <laughs> Count me out. What the fuck? What the fuck?" <laughs> Uh, but <laughs> like they're in like a a hot warehouse. It's like a dude, dude. Where's my car, <laughs> dude? Count me out. Uh, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? <laughs> count me. <laughs> oh shit. Okay, but yeah. So 
They broke up in 2003. Um, they returned to Richmond after a European tour and played an unannounced last show in the same club where they played their first show. Oh, poetic. I was like, that's that's really nice. Uh, yeah. One member went on to be in that band Strike Anywhere. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, I, I like the song. I'm going to look yeah. them up, but all right. right. Uh, next band, actually, Striking Distance. The band Striking mm. Distance. Uh, this song is from The Fuse Is Lit 7-inch on Bridge 9. We um, this band appeared on the first fighting music comp. I was not a fan of this song, man. Yeah, I think it's I'm, like I'm, I'm I think it's the production, you. maybe, but like I don't really like it. It was rough. I it don't was tough. Like the it vocals. was tough to listen to. Yeah, um, I like. I have no idea what I said about them on the first comp. So I, I, I mean, at this, yeah, I mean. I have a, a rough idea and I think it's roughly the same thing as I don't really it's it's fine, I guess. But like, I'll never listen to them outside yeah. of this. Um, right. I don't love the vocals. You know, it's just kind of like it's just basic, straightforward, hardcore, which a lot of are this is basic, straightforward, hardcore, but not a band anymore. They are not a band anymore. OK. Not sure when they broke up, but they are definitely not a band anymore. All right. Um, yeah. So if you want to listen or hear more about them, go back to episode three. Check it out. Uh, next song, it's our buddies in Ringworm. Uh, this song is from the Promise LP, which we talked about last episode. This is ne Necropolis, right? Uh, yeah, it's yeah. Sick. And so, I mean, the, the fucking record's sick. It's great. Yeah, it's a great record. Um, you can hear us talk about it on episode twenty, last episode. But take everything uh, that we say with a grain of salt on that episode. Take it, take it with a grain of salt, like we said at the beginning of this episode. Um, but yeah. So great record, great song. Let's move on. Uh, we got it. Okay, here's a, here's another new band band we haven't heard before. This band is called Welcome to Your Life, which I was like, that's a really interesting name. I'm not in, not really into that. I don't <laughs> but, I don't like this song either. Yeah, uh, it's just not for me. I don't know, man. I just ugh. um, it's it's uh they've got some metally they got some metal riffs. It's a like it's it's. I think it's kind of the first, like, is I mean, Ringworm a, is, is this metal. A, is this a Thorpe release? No, it's an Indecision release. Interesting. Because they're from Orange County. Oh. So it also features ex-members of Bleeding Through. Um, I couldn't find much else about the band. Uh, for I, They kind of remind me of, like, a Amon Amarth a little bit, I, I but, like, not as good. Like the vocals? I just kind of the, the 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 feel i know it's not viking or whatever yeah, but like yeah. just like the the there was just something about it it was just like maybe the vocal um delivery like yeah. the 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 patterns and stuff God. um i'm on a mars type man i don't care yeah i saw them uh they they played their drummer or their drum riser was a big ship yep that was a uh, it was something <laughs> Wait, didn't you see it with like cannibal corpse and slayer yep. and yep yeah, and, I remember. Uh, I remember you, you, you texted the band and you were like, because you got free tickets or something. And you're like, <laughs> you're like, fuck, yeah, I'm going to go. You texted the band and you were like during Slayer set. And you're like, oh, my God, everything's on fire. <laughs> Holy shit. Everything's they, on fire. They were shooting. They were making upside down crosses of fire. Like it yeah. was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it was so sick. I, yeah, I, I saw I, I, I saw a, uh, parenthetical here. I saw Behemoth recently. Uh, well, but probably last year now. Um my niece super into Slipknot and she wanted to go see them in Florida. So I took her and, uh, we went and it was Slipknot, Volbeat, um, somebody else. 
and Behemoth opened, and it's like a fucking amphitheater, but Behemoth played at like six in the afternoon. <laughs> so they're like, there's like these fucking like <laughs> haze cannons that are making all these huge upside down crosses, and they're like wearing masks and corpse paint, and it's like daylight outside. <laughs> like it's an outside show. So they're just like, the thousand years has ended. Oh, it's so bright. It's very, I'm sweating a little bit. Yeah. Just, just uh, like so little, metal, metal, metal. Not as scary in the daytime. <laughs> another little tangent I want you to, Jeff, did you see them in Tallahassee? Uh, Behemoth? Behemoth? Oh, yeah. And that story you tell about where they talk about. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that I that that's another. I've seen Behemoth several times. Uh, <laughs> I saw them in Tallahassee in Big Daddy's, which is smaller than the room that I'm sitting in. Currently. Oh, yes. Like they were on tour with Danzig and Himsa. Jesus Christ. Uh, and there was an off night. So Himsa booked a show at this tiny bar in Tallahassee. And so it was like Himsa, the agony scene and Behemoth. <laughs> and I was like, Behemoth's not going to do the makeup and like the spikes and shit. It's nope. They did tiny fucking room, <laughs> fucking full corpse paint. But uh, I saw um, I saw them open for Slayer somewhere it was a big amphitheater and it was two days after uh pope john paul had passed away and uh the dude uh, nurgle from behemoth was like this song is dedicated to how do you say dead pope the, th <laughs> the thousand years has ended the next thousand is ours and i was like oh my <laughs> fucking shit. god it's the most metal thing I've yeah, ever heard I was in like, my life. Jesus, Jesus, save me, Jesus. <laughs> All uh, right. Well, that's enough about Behemoth. It's cool that Behemoth's, <laughs> it's cool that Behemoth's on this record. Fighting music. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> right between uh, Welcome to Your Life and A Life Once Lost. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm. Uh, okay, well, let's move on. Uh, yeah, so the next song is A Life Once Lost. Uh, uh, this shit's tight. It's good. It's, it's tight. But we, we, we talk a lot about this record on episode 10. It's a Death Wish release. Is this um, the... This is off the fourth plague? Yeah, it's off the fourth plague. Flies uh, seven inch on Death Wish. Mm -hmm. um, we both really enjoy that record. This song is killer. Go check out episode 10 if you want to hear more about it. I'm just so here for this song, though, dude. It starts with that fucking metal fucking just like yep. and then straight into like an ass beater riff like it's a fast so one I love, it. I love it man i wish i don't know if this, this band isn't uh they're not an active band anymore are they life once lost no they're not they're not dude i wish i had seen them i've never seen them oh yeah we're gonna um hit another record of theirs they put mm -hmm. it out on death wish so we'll get to that at some point yep all right Next episode, next episode. Wow, next band. We're not even done with this episode. Get ready for the next. The get ready for the next episode. <laughs> Hold up. Hey, ready for the next episode. Hold up. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Smoke, smoke weed every day. Every day. That was off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. God. Speaking of. Smoke Dr. Dr. I don't Oh Yeah. All right. This next band is called Clinched Fist. Oh, yeah. They did that thing with um, Dre. He was in the lab yeah, they did that. with a pin and a bat. He was writing their lyrics down. Uh, <laughs> three episodes. We have not referenced yep. that. Yep. <laughs> um, this song is from their Welcome to Memphis CD on Thorpe Records. Welcome guess, to Memphis. If you couldn't guess from that song or that album title, they're from Memphis. <laughs> so... Uh, that's it. That's all that I could find about that band. They didn't do fucking shit. 
Uh, and I don't like this song. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> so, uh, no, you know, it's just I'm not I'm not into it. The remember, production isn't great. Remember when we stayed in that art studio in Memphis? That was cool. And there was uh, <laughs> like, shout out to that Memphis art. Oh, shout out to the fucking weird pyramid in Memphis. Oh, uh, the, the Bass, Bass Pro, Pro Shop. Shops. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shout yeah. out, shout out to the pyramid. <laughs> yep, I know he listens. Uh, Illuminati. I know you listen. I know you listen, pyramid. Yeah, pyramid. Uh, you be, de- yeah, you be listening. You be, you be deleting your fucking history so people don't know you listen. But we know you listen. Well, we know, we know, we know. We, we all in your ears, pyramid. Pyramid, you got ears. <laughs> you got ears, pyramid. Definitely. <laughs> I know you hear. <laughs> What are we fucking? What tangent what are is we that? talking about? <laughs> We're talking about clenched fist. Clenched fist. Not to be confused with tape fist from no. Macon, Georgia. Clenched fist from Memphis, Tennessee. I don't like it. It's kind of boring. Uh, the drums sound bad. <laughs> uh, Mondo from Taped Fist was like, yo, I'll come on your podcast if you want somebody to talk shit about fucked up. <laughs> And I was like, oh, okay, I guess. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I got bad things to say. Oh, I like fucked up. Oh, man. That's <laughs> it's oh, just shit. him going to, it's, he's just going to come on our podcast and talk about wrestling. That's it. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. I'm with it. That's fine. All right. I'm fine with that. All right. Moving on. All right. What's the next song, Jeff? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't trust my list anymore because I didn't write down some of the band names, I guess. So. I'm going to say uh, Bleeding Through. You're right on that Dude, one. Dude, uh, I was so surprised to see Bleeding Through on this list. Yeah, so this like is another thing like Throwdown where mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, who the fuck Bleeding Through? I would expect I comp. would expect Bleeding Through and Throwdown <coughs> to be on a comp together. But not this But I would not together. expect either of them to be on this comp. Yeah, it's cool, man. Um, So like, I was never like super into Bleeding Through mm-hmm. as as a kid but I, I was always aware of them and they yep. they I've saw them like once I want to say yep. um but this song is kind of exactly what I expected yeah. uh I I like the hints of the keyboards in the background yep. you know it's not um it's not too overproduced it's not like overbearing everything blends really nicely but it's 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 fucking I, I remember reading in like a hit parade or something uh like a like a small uh small little you know like it was all like new metal bands in the that had the big like glossy yeah uh spreads but then like there were like the pages in the back that were like that really shitty newspaper material and they were all like it was like black and white pictures of bands and it was like interviews i remember reading in a bleeding through interview where the the guy was like we're just hardcore kids playing metal like that's what we are like that's yeah we're a bunch of kids that grew up playing in hardcore bands who you know carried on and started this metal band and they i, I really loved their image too they were always really gothy and like uh you know they they were wearing all black before like all the other hardcore bands were doing it and like yeah yeah they carried on they carried the straight edge ethos over into their band also like like uh the singer straight edge uh and he had the big the big fat ass sharpie x's on his hands mm-hmm. and uh yeah it was sick no, it's cool. Um, yeah, so you know, this record or this song is from their Portrait of the Goddess mm. record, uh, which was on Indecision, which is why they're on here. Uh, they're from Orange County. Once again, makes sense, Indecision. But yeah, their vocalist, uh, Brandon, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, Sh- Shapati? Shapati? I don't know. Uh, 
was asked if he considered bleeding through a hardcore band. And I have a, a quote here, so that's cool that you, you brought that up. He said, I think we're a hardcore band, and I'll never say we're a metal band. We're all hardcore kids, and we came from the hardcore scene. Ours is just a different version of hardcore. Interesting. We're, try we're trying to do something which adds a different variety to the hardcore scene, which has been sounding the same way for so long. That's interesting. So, so in that quote, he said, I'll never say we're a metal band. Yes. But like in the thing that I heard, or in the thing that I read, he was like, we are hardcore kids playing metal. Yep. So, like, you know, I mean, this was this was a definitely an early yeah. review or an and, early and, quote. And he didn't say they're a metal band. He said that he said they're, they're playing plays, metal. Are, yeah. They're playing metal. I exactly. think I think he's on the same page with both of those. Uh, yeah, you know, for sure. Same thing. Um, but yeah, so the band was like formed by members of 18 Visions and Throwdown. Mm -hmm. uh, Brandish Betty was in, I want to say he was in Throwdown for a little bit. Uh, but... Um, they signed to trust kill after the yep. indecision record yep um and so and because of that decision they became one of the more commercially successful bands on this comp yeah that's uh, where trust kill is where i like found uh bleeding through also like um same those trust kill and ferret years of like where mm -hmm. those those two labels were just like putting out bangers left and right yeah it's like uh they i never realized how like you know, because back then I was like, oh, Trust Kill Ferret. No one's ever heard of these bands, but fucking a bleed. One of the Bleeding Through albums went gold. Yeah. Like they sold a lot of fucking I, records. I mean, they were they were very heavily played on like uh, MTV and like much music and Fuse. Oh, like, yeah. Like I saw that. I mean, I, yeah, I saw those music videos a lot because the fucking the fucking singer does this like barrel roll shit on stage where he like <laughs> he like rolls and like comes up with the mic and like one of them does like a fucking flip or something. I don't remember, but like they were very acrobatic on stage and, you know, to, to people watching MTV, people were like, what the fuck is that? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Know? Um, yeah. Like they also played like Ozfest and toured with mm -hmm. Slayer and shit, like very, very successful band. Yeah. I, it would be hard to argue that like they, I mean, you could argue that this band is more successful than like converge, mm. like in terms of like, you know, I don't know if Converge has ever had his album go gold. Yeah. See, know, scene credit, no, but like, yeah, com absolutely. like, like the masses, sure, for sure. Yeah, that's what I mean. I it's think like, so. I don't think, yeah, like, you know, in our world, Converge is more successful with the scene credit. So, like you were just saying, but like, right. yeah, but you could argue, but uh, yeah, so they broke up in 2014. If you talk to Hot Topic Metal Guy, I feel like he is way more likely to know who Bleeding Through is than Converge. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, but they broke up in 2014, reunited in 2018. I think they put out a last record, but like, um, yeah, just, yeah. I remember when they came back and I felt like it was pretty quickly, like, uh, you know, yeah, they, they came mean, back and then they, I don't, I never really heard about them again. Yeah. So I guess they're still technically a band. And I mean, a lot of the bands that like hit that level, I kind of just stop following and not, mm -hmm. not in the sense of like, Oh, they're too big for me. But it's like when they when they when you hit a point where you're achieving that level of commercial success, you usually uh, lose out on what I consider to be the good parts of your sound. Yeah. You uh, know what I mean? I don't remember who said it, but uh, they were talking about how like. Uh, oh, I think it was, I think it was. Oh, God, I don't want to say it was them and then get yelled at on the Internet, but I'm going to say it anyway because I don't give a shit. I think <laughs> I think it was See You Next Tuesday when they put out. uh their second big release mm -hmm. it was different sounding and they were like if you're not alienating your original fans with your new music then you're not moving forward yep uh, it's, or I something mean, like that i, I butchered mean, that 
don't fucking <laughs> at me at Jeremy. <laughs> At me, at, at the band, at, at the podcast, at Iron Ray Gun. Yes, exactly. Um, but I mean, no, it's, they they got a point. You know, you're not going to achieve that fucking growth unless you fucking move forward. But anyways, all right, moving on. Uh, next song is the Blinding Light. It's fire. It's great. Uh, <laughs> it's from I, the Glass I, Blood I EP. want a fucking t-shirt. I I. I put this EP on my watch list on Discogs, and yeah. I have not been able to find a copy. Yeah. Uh, so seven, seven inch, seven inch. Yeah, yeah. I want it, Band's, and uh, cannot is find a copy. Sick. What what yeah. episode do we talk about this record? Uh, episode sixteen. So it's good, go man. back and listen. Y'all, y'all listen to it. This record is fucking killer. Good. Fucking record. One of the most underappreciated bands we've talked about on this podcast so far. Yeah, never sure. heard of them before we oh, started doing the podcast. Not. It's good. Uh, friend of the podcast, actually, uh, Sarah Warrender. Uh, she mentioned she just listened to that episode. She was letting us know that uh, she used to be friends with the nodes of Ranvier guys, oh, yeah, who were sick. members of uh, Blinding Light. Yeah. So she was just like, "Did she tell you crap. how to say it?" <laughs> Ranvier. Is that how you say it? <laughs> no, and I'm just being an ass. Oh. <laughs> um, no, she didn't tell me how to say it, but she was just saying that it was cool hearing their name come up on our podcast because yeah. she knew she knew those guys. Yeah. Anyways, all right, moving on. Now this band name. I thought was, and maybe Jeff, you can help me out. Uh, I thought this was a uh, side project of System of a Down. Not, but I know it's not, but Scars of Tomorrow. Why did you think do it you was, know, why do you think it was a side project? Because there's a side project of System of a Down called Scars of Broadway. Oh. And I was like, there's no way that that band is on this compilation. <laughs> I was, and I, I was right. But yeah. like, I, I just, I keep, anyways. <laughs> I just have one note. It just says, metal core very much so <laughs> i i wrote another metal core jam yeah it's not bad uh, no, the, the yeah. vocals are a little little wonky for me but uh it's good that is kind of what i said is i i don't like the vocals um and i think the song is, is fine until the softer part in the middle which i greatly enjoyed i thought mm -hmm. was a really cool change of pace for the for the comp here yeah what label put um, this what label is this oh, band from? Thorpe. 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 Yeah, uh, that makes it sense. On, it, yep. It was on the um, album All Things Change on Thorpe Records. I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure I found this band on like one of those either Music Equals Live or Metal for the Masses CDs as well. Well, you you might have heard of them because they went on to be uh, on Victory Records for a number of years yeah, as well. Yeah, that's probably actually it. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, they broke up in um, 2007. Uh <laughs> Upon the release of their fourth album, this is a really fun fact, I think. Upon the release of their fourth album, all of the members except the vocalist quit. Damn. <laughs> That's how I, you know, and maybe just, I guess contractually, maybe they had to continue, yeah. but like, fuck, that sucks. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> they like record, they put out this record and they're like, deuce. They were like, <laughs> fuck, goodbye. Good. <laughs> uh, I will just, we'll have to. You know, scars of tomorrow today. We're oh. moving on. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm here for the next probably 20 minutes. <laughs> All right. Uh, but yeah, mo let's move on. Um, the next one is oh, The Promise. Yep. Next band is The Promise. Killer song. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it's good. It's from it's from the My True Love 7 inch on Death Wish, which we did cover. We did. We talked about it a lot in episode nine. Uh, not to be confused with the Ringworm, al Ringworm album, The Promise. Yes. This is the <laughs> the band, The Promise. Yes. <laughs> um, and yeah, we talk about this uh, a lot on episode nine. Go back and listen to it. We both really like this record and that song. 
Okay. Next one's a big one. Um, American Nightmare. Uh, it's a banger. It's a great song. It's yep. a great song. It's good. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's from the Sun Isn't Getting Any Brighter 7-inch. Came out on Bridge 9. Funny enough, this band did a lot of stuff on Bridge 9 early on. It's They're one of the big... Um, I, in that Bridge Nine book I was reading, they were one of the big like pushers of the label right. early on. They like did a, a flagship band. Yeah, flagship band. They did a fuck ton of touring. They were very popular, and they kind of brought Bridge Nine up with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they later have done some stuff on Death Wish. So we will be talking about them a lot later. Yep. Um, but yeah, so the band also appeared on the uh, first Fighting Music comp. So we did talk about them a little bit more on that episode three. Yeah. I enjoy this song a lot. I it's fucking good. love their vocalist. I think it's really cool. Um, you know, in the, the the early American Nightmare, this where we're on with this song, it's really it for me. Like a ton of bands tried to rip off their sound and it all got watered down, but yeah. early American Nightmare is fucking tight. I yep. love it. It's good. All right. Uh, next song, Faded Gray. Yeah. So it's got a really long intro. Like it's yes. like a it's like a thirty or thirty five second like musical intro, uh, but then the it changed the song changes gear and it's very comeback kid. It's very like uh, Wake the Dead era comeback kid. Thank you for saying that. So I could not put my finger on who this band reminded me of. It's comeback. I was kid. like I was like I wanted to say Bane. I was like but it's not quite it's not Bane. Yeah, comeback kid. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I literally wrote down. I could not think of who this reminds me of. This comeback kid. Um, yeah, you know, it's that melodic hardcore with the strained with the yelling ah! vocal. Exactly. Ah! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> exactly. You, you try. Uh, you try. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> Mom. Full finals fall. <laughs> Oh, oh fuck. Shit. Okay, well, so this song is from the <laughs> I'm moving on. We don't have a lot of time. God, we're, we're 50 like minutes 50 in. 50 minutes. This song is from A Quiet Time of Desperation, uh which is on Indecision. Uh, I'm definitely going to check out the record. Story I really enjoyed of my it. life. Yeah. Sorry, um, I was yawning. It's all right. Uh so in early 1998, this band has a really interesting origin origin story. Uh in early 1998, the remaining members of the uh, recently departed Las Vegas band Tomorrow's Gone oh. decided to get together one last time to record a few, quote, new songs for a planned Tomorrow's Gone discography CD. So, like, they were going to do the discography CD but have a few extra songs on it, which is, yeah. I've never heard of that before. Like, yeah, recording cool. new, it's cool. Um, but during this process, the idea to do a whole new band was formed because uh, essentially they wrote these songs, realized they really liked them, but like some of the members were like, well, we, I don't want to reform the band because I'm moving on. So they just instead of doing them for that CD, they just created this new band. Right. Uh, so Tomorrow's Gone became Faded Gray. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a fucking cool way to do it. It's like rather than trying to like limp along the fucking body of Tomorrow's Gone, they were right. like, fuck it. New band, new songs. Right. Uh, you know, I really enjoyed it. They broke up in 2002. Um but they did some cool stuff. They're from Las Vegas, which you never really hear of bands from Las Vegas. It's such a weird, a weird town. Mm. I don't know. I, I can't, think the I Killers can't, are from Las Vegas. Maybe. I can't. I can't think of anybody. Panic at the Disco. No, I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, that's our. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Next song, Die Hard Youth. Yep. Band is called Die Hard Youth. Um, 
It's from the without the kids, we would be dead record on Thorpe. It's fine. It's okay. Uh, I think the most interesting part of the song is the lead at the beginning. And then it just goes on to be like super generic. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I don't know. They, 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 they were formed in California in 99, broke up in 2003. Uh, Yeah, whatever. I don't know. I don't really have any opinion on it. It's not, it's not bad. It's just like, whatever. It's just kind of there. Yeah, it's just kind of there. Uh, another, you know, fighting music. Yeah. I, I mean, to be to be honest, a lot of Thorpe stuff, not super into it. Yeah, but, I think you, know. you said that last time, too. Like, but a lot. Yeah, it's just, but a lot like I thought last time it was because like Thorpe was putting out like the more metal shit like. Uh, right. Like yeah, stamping yeah. stomping ground uh, stamping ground uh, stamping ground. But you uh, but this is not a metal song. Um, no, it's just, it's it's just kind of a boring hardcore song. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. You know, I mean not everyone's taste is the same. And I guess me and Thorpe just don't, we're not, I'm not going to be on Thorpe's Scography. Nope. You know what I mean? Like Thorpe's Scography. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Next song. Uh, this, over my dead body. This shit's awesome. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's pretty called, fucking song, good. Song's called the real cancer and it's pretty fucking good. Yeah. It's uh, on the, re- it's on the record. Rusty metals and broken badges came out on indecision. Awesome. Um, yeah, it's They've got some like unique vocals. They're very fun. Mm-hmm. You know, it's honestly, they just seem like a super fun band to, to see live. Very like, I don't, it doesn't sound like this band, but I feel like this band might have the same kind of like goofy weirdo energy as pears. Uh, oh yeah, totally. Like, like just like shaking and jiving and just fucking, you know, like going. It's cool, man. I, I really enjoyed it. I, uh, I ended up with the over my dead body shirt uh, yeah, red one. for a number of years. Yeah. And, uh, uh, it, you know, it, that's, so I had heard of this band before, but like, I had never really heard of, like this song in particular. It's, it's fucking cool though. Um, they're, let's see, they're from San Diego. They were active like 99, 2003, uh, Rob Moran. I don't know that if that name sounds familiar to you, Jeff, he was in some girls. Oh, uh, he was in this band for a little, for a little while. Gotcha. And then a different member who I, I couldn't I can't remember his name off the top of my head uh, went on to be in fucking Boxcar Racer and Angels oh, and Airways. Wow, <laughs> that's awesome. Like, yeah, current member of fucking Tom DeLonge's band Angels and Airwaves. Wow, uh, started in Over My Dead Body. <laughs> that's sick. But yeah, fuck, fucking cool. Uh, very cool band. Uh, let's see. God, I've got so many more. <laughs> fuck. Uh, okay next band is called breathe in yeah um it's a song from their from this day on record on bread on bridge nine yeah i liked it um, it's like it's like fast core kind of uh had for me it had like a um early early banner vibe like uh, okay like it just makes you want to like two-step as fast as you can yeah it was it was it was quick um yeah. like they also, they also start off with a sample, which is unique to this mm-hmm. comp. You know, so that's pretty fun. Uh, the production is really rad. The vocals are unique. Um, it almost sounds like I wrote this down. It almost sounds like he's like spitting. Like it's yeah. like very like guttural. the way he's not vocal. guttural, yeah, but like not guttural. I don't know. It's just like it kind of sounds like he's spitting in moments. Um, yeah. I don't really like he does oh, he's a little spitting. bit of like, <laughs> oh, he's spitting. Uh, I, he does a little bit of like quote singing. Uh, yeah. I don't love that, but the rest of it I thought is really fucking cool. Yeah. Um, so this band, uh, apparently when they got picked up by bridge nine, they were like a nothing band. Um, and they were like, but they got picked up because a member of the band had a successful zine that he published and had a relationship with bridge nine because of that. Mm-hmm. So like they were friends or whatever. Gotcha. And, uh, 
and bridge nine was uh still you know still early on and they were trying to expand their like stable stable and wanted a band from california this band was formed in san francisco blah blah blah, blah. that's how they got picked up um but the dude who had the zine went on to be an editor for amp magazine Sick. Do you remember amp yeah magazine? i remember amp yeah american music press i think is what it stood for but, yeah, yeah uh it's cool um and then another little fact was uh this is one of jeremy balm from touche amore jeremy balm's uh 10 most underrated hardcore bands uh not that he necessarily thinks that they're an incredible band but he hears never hears anyone talking about them right it's one of those it's one of those things it's like so i i'm gonna check them out uh, i thought it was a pretty cool it's definitely a unique song for yeah. sure hey real quick uh before we talk about this next band uh, just wanted to give a trigger warning um, of uh, uh, some sexual assault allegations were made. Uh, so skip the next minute or so, yeah. uh, and you'll 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 get get back in. Yep. I will just get you'll just get we'll just get to it. Uh, this is Champion. Um, so just right off the fa- right off the bat, uh, just want to put this out there. Um, they broke up in 2006, and the vocalist went on to be in a band called True Identity, which then disbanded because of a bunch of accusations right. um, of sexual assault and rape from multiple women, all of whom were children at the time of the alleged assaults came out. Right. Um, and I'm not going to go into it. Uh, you can you can go find it. There, it's plenty. It's all out there. Uh, th- there's interviews and, and articles and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, they're on here. It is what it is. They were on bridge nine um you know i I, yeah so i used to super i was was super into champion and i've just you know i but i can't listen to them anymore right like you can't i can't do it without thinking about this stuff uh i don't even really want to discuss what i think about the song just skip it what it is yep skip Skip it. it all right moving on um the band reaching forward um i like this record very Uh, like this song very youthy Yes. Very um, youth crewy. It's uh you know, it's fast. Mm-hmm. Uh has a cool drum intro. It's pretty fun. Um they were on uh Bridge Nine. The song was on the Burning the Lies record. They're from the Netherlands. Interesting. Like I mentioned earlier, this is our second international band. Uh they toured with American Nightmare in Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh and that's how Bridge Nine like met them. Right. Uh and then so Bridge Nine offered to license their record for an American release, you know. Uh, broke up in ninety or broke up in two thousand and two uh, after their only U.S. tour, but it's super quick hardcore. I fucking love it. Mm-hmm. It's very very cool. Um, but let's move on. Next band is called In Control. Once again, for me, it's fine. Yeah, I, I it's just, just it's just another fast hardcore band. Yeah, it's like you know didn't, um, didn't really stand out to me. It wasn't bad. It just didn't. Catch yeah, me. it's uh they're on Indecision Records, uh based out of also I had to mention this though. They're based out of a city called Oxnard, California. Ooh. Uh and the that town has their own genre of hardcore called Nardcore. Oh wow. <laughs> Oxnard card. Yeah, and so like they're fucking um uh like they had a record called like nardcore lp or something like that i don't know it's just like a weird like i've never heard of a town having a specific interesting uh genre but members of terror and carry on were in this band of course um yeah because yeah, i mean everyone's in terror so yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's not the last time we'll talk about terror on this episode so <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> but yeah they broke up in 2004 um oh a member now works for revelation records and the website no echo yeah uh, so so it's cool when you know just to know that 
there are people still in the scene, even though this band broke up a long time ago. All right. Stay Gold. Uh, next band, uh, the songs from their Pills and Advice record on Indecision. Uh, they're from 2000, 2002. Uh, they were from Seattle. Um, the song's fine. Yeah, I like the drums. Uh, the the drumming is really tight and the feel fill the fills are very tight and uh, that's what stood out to me was like the drumming on the song for sure yeah I don't really have a lot of notes for this record um, but you're not wrong the drums are the drums are very fine or very fun that's what I meant to say they're <laughs> it, very fine it's very fine very get your very fine drums over here uh, but yeah not a lot really a lot to say about that band so let's move on the next band is called Panic I didn't like it. Uh, didn't like it. No. So I, I'm kind of there with you, man. Uh, the vocals are a little bland to me. Um, they're a little one note. The music's fine, but the vocals are so far in the front. It's hard to yeah, like, they're really big. get past them. Yeah. And it's like. Uh, it's it's OK. Um, the, the this song's from their self-titled seven inch on bridge nine. A couple of the members uh, are, are in American Nightmare, but like like playing like different things i think mm. um one was in the band in my eyes but it's like it seems from an interview or not an interview but it seems from their uh band description the the band just kind of seemed to form out of convenience mm -hmm. because uh in the sense that all the members already knew each other and played in bands and lived in the boston area and just wanted to play in a similar style band so the band just kind of went whoop, yep. and just in existence panic you know uh it's fine i right. don't know it's whatever uh Let's just move on. Next band. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude, we're an hour in. Yeah. Next band is Horror Show. Yeah. Uh, we talked about this, them. Yep. Uh, episode 14. Um, it's from the Our Design EP on Death Wish. You can go back to episode 14. Here are extended opinions about the band. Uh, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, members went on to be in the band. Nothing. Uh, so it's cool. So, okay, let's keep going. This next one is a big one for me. Mm -hmm. Um down to nothing. Yep. Fully did not expect them to be on this. Me either. Job. I had no this, idea they were going to be on here. Is this indecision? Uh, this was on Thorpe. This is the what? one good thing Thorpe has ever done. <laughs> I'm just kidding, <laughs> Thorpe. Thorpe. Thorpe Scography will happen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, this is their first two LPs were on Thorpe Records. Interesting. Yeah, and I want to say uh, their, this record um, that this song is on was pressed by... Um, Speedo X. Speedo Wax, too. Yeah. It was either this one or Splitting Headache. I can't remember which one. But this song is on the One for the Birds LP. And in the U.S., it was released uh, by Thorpe. For those of you who don't know Down to Nothing, uh, Straight Edge Band formed in Richmond in 2000. By the way, been a band for fucking 20 years. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, they're still a band. Yep. Uh, members went on to be in slash are still in uh, Terror, yep. like I said. Diamond Youth, Trapped Under Ice. Um, this band was super prolific but the drummer ended up going back to school and is now like a doctor he actually had a whole like the their local newspaper was like this drummer's in a hardcore band like yeah, thing yeah, on yeah, him yeah. like two years ago interesting <laughs> uh, and then and then the vocalist in that period uh joint terror uh which he referred to as his quote job uh -huh. uh, because they toured 300 days a year yeah what does he play um, in terror he was he played bass. He's not in the band anymore. Yeah. Uh, I want to say that the vocalist, a cruel hand, is now plays bass in terror. Interesting. Uh, but yeah, he played bass in terror for quite a number of years, um, but he's not in the band anymore. But. I love this song. Yep, it's, it's good. Uh, it's classic early down to nothing, super fast and punky. Um, you know, they hit their stride with like songwriting, like 
later in the careers with their with their later LPs. But this fucking song is just it's so fun to listen to. It's very nostalgic personally. Mm-hmm. Been listening to this band for a really goddamn long time. Um, they're in terms of like just hardcore bands, easily top five for yeah. me. I love them so much. Yeah, um, that's good. Definitely a huge surprise on this. On this, yeah, I didn't um, expect it either. Up. There's a lot of bands on here that I didn't expect to see. Like, uh, like it's it's interesting. It's cool. No, it's this. But you know, when comp- there's 35 goddamn songs, <laughs> the laws of averages state that you're gonna find some shit that you didn't expect to find. Exactly. Um. All right, let's move on. We only got four more songs to go. Thank <laughs> fucking god. Uh, this next band is called My Luck. Mm. Uh, this was off their split with Final Plan, also on Thorpe. Uh, formed in 2001 in Houston, broke up while ma- making their first LP, so they didn't really do a lot. They kind of mm-hmm. did like an EP and a, and a split, and that's about it. Um, my notes, into this, aggressive and fast, vocals really hit that straining point in a good way. Like, not too much, yeah. just enough. Um, I just really liked it. Yeah, it's good. I don't know, it's cool. It's cool. It's not on Spotify. This is one of the... So, yep. just so you guys know, I will be putting up a Spotify link, but I will also have to put up the Bandcamp link because... There's about four or five songs not on Spotify. Yep. Um, even though some of these bands don't exist anymore, uh, they're still on Spotify, but this is not one of them. So if you want to hear this My Luck song, you got to go to the band camp. All right. Some Girls. Killer. Yep, that's Fuck great. It. Killer, killer song. It's from the Reigns EP on Death Wish. We talked a lot about that record on episode 13. Go back and listen to it. Fucking killer song. Uh, but we can move on. Northside Kings. Back again. Back again, baby. <laughs> Haven't killed us uh, yet. They they have not. Uh, they This is fucking almost 20 episodes later. We're still around. Yep. Uh, this is from the A Family Affair record on Thorpe Records. This band was on the first uh, Fighting Music comp. Uh, mm-hmm. I think, was it this band that the dude punched Danzig? I, yes. I want to say yes. it was Northside yes. Kings. Yeah. Yes. That's still the best thing about this band. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm not super into it. Yeah, uh, the mix it's, it's is fine. It's fine. It's not great. Yeah, the mix it. Yeah, this mix is not great. Drum sound, whatever. Um, I will say that it did have one of my highlights of the comp, though. I don't know if you caught this at the very end of the song. You just hear a dude go, "Suck my big fat New Jersey dick." <laughs> uh, <laughs> he just like says it, and I nice. thought. Why isn't this the last song on the comp? Because yeah. that would have been the best thing yeah, to the end best the comp end. with. <laughs> Suck my big fat New Jersey dick. <laughs> exactly. It's pretty funny. Damn. But here we are. Last song of the record. Um, and it's a short one. It's by I Hate You. Yeah. Uh, yep. And this was on their discography CD that came out on Death Wish. We talked a lot about that on episode 18. Um, it's cool. It's short. It's yep. I Hate You. It's just... And it's honestly, it just bucket. Yeah, great, great, great into the record. Yep. Just, Ooh, glad fuck. It, just glad it's over. We are done. That's it. That's yep. that is fighting music volume two. Jesus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we didn't talk about half the bands that we're still an hour into this fucking episode. That's right. <laughs> fuck. Uh well, just I guess a couple quick notes on the the album art. Um it was done by Gred's DNA, which I think is uh, sort of like um, not a stage name. He's an artist, you know, but uh pin name. It's not. Yeah. Pin name. Uh, and then the layout was done by Jacob Bannon. Um, uh, there's some cool pseudonym. Pseudonym. Yeah. Uh, there's some cool um, 
scans of the record on Discogs where it has like little pictures of all the albums that every song is off of. It's like a really cool put together little package. Um, but once again, this record, I think, was just given away. You know, it's just a comp CD. Mm-hmm. But OK, fuck. That's Fighting Music Volume 2. Man, I'm glad there's not a Fighting Music Volume 3. Not yet. Hey, yeah. Uh, listen, if Jake hears this, he <laughs> might put one out yep. <laughs> fucking 20 years later. Um, all right. Well, let's move on. Um, what have we been listening to? Jeff, what have you been listening to? Uh, I've been listening to the Tannis podcast, which is fucking amazing. Uh, it's a fictional podcast in the style of serial Uh but uh, it's just uh, like a mystery type figuring it out, ancient civilizations, secret shit kind of thing. Oh, I, I think I think I've heard about this. It's fucking good. It's fucking good, and it creeps me the fuck out. Um, <laughs> but they they do such a great job of weaving just enough real shit that actually did happen in the real world that you and me live in. Yeah, in with like shit that's not real, so you're not sure. It like blurs that line, so you're not like sure like. What you're like, was that real? Did that happen? Did that actually happen? You do a lot of like Googling and then you're like, oh, that's not real. But uh, I've been listening to that and uh, I've been listening to this. um, uh, Oh, I I listened to that new Action Bronson song, Latin Grammys. Yep. Uh, It's pretty good. Um, It's very Action Bronson. Uh, (laughs) You know, it's very him. Uh, That's about it, man. I haven't listened to it much other than Tannis really like. I've been burning through that podcast. Yeah, yeah. No, I um, I haven't listened to too much this week either. Honestly, this this uh, podcast, getting ready for this podcast was a lot of work. Yeah, so it yeah. was, um, uh, it, it kind of took over my week. But I did listen to a couple things. Uh, last week, we mentioned, or I mentioned that Touche Moore put on a new song um, that had Andy Hole from Manchester Orchestra on it. Uh, that has inspired me to listen to a bunch of Manchester Orchestra. Uh-huh. Uh, fucking killer band. Uh, their second record, Mean Everything to Nothing, is one of my top 10 records of the last 20 years. He, I think it's an absolutely perfect record. He's on Jeremy Bohm's new podcast also. He is. He is. I've been meaning to listen to that. Yeah, the first ever podcast. I. It's cool. Apparently, there's a Touche Moore song about him, too. Like They've had a, a long friend or, you know, a decent friendship for a while. So, um, but yeah, that's a just a killer band. And the other thing I wanted to mention is there's this new band called Gulch. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've been getting a lot of hype and I'll, you know, normally I don't pay attention to the hype bands because they, they burn out and they come and go. And, but this band really caught me, man. It's cool. It's just like super aggressive metal stuff. Like some people were comparing them to converge. I don't really see that, but it's more, um, I don't know. It's just really good. Uh, if you're looking for something new and heavy, it's pretty, pretty cool. Do you know and where they're can, from? I'm not sure. Maybe California. Mm. Um, I'm not positive, but, uh, you know, get in on, get in on them while, the, while they're hot, you yeah. know, you could be cool on the internet or whatever. Uh, but yeah, so that's all I've been really been listening to. Let's uh, move on to listener shit, listener stuff, listener stuff. I just got, um, a couple a few, one, two things here. Um, friend of the podcast, Sarah Warrender, uh, wrote in and asked, who would win in a fight fighting music volume one or fighting music volume two. And I think purely on numbers, you would go with two. Yeah. But also I just think the quality of fighting music volume two is better. Yeah. I think there are more songs that I enjoyed on two than I did on one. Yeah. Yeah. But 
there's also a lot of not great songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um yeah, yeah. <laughs> you hear that, Sarah? Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> uh and then the other thing I wanted to bring up is yeah. uh Yeah. Our host, our guest co-host on the last episode uh we did, Casey Crawford. She's on the uh Tales from the Short Box podcast it's a um, comic book know. podcast yeah i don't know jeff if you listen to their most I recent did. episode uh but they continued the question we had last week of who would win in a fight the kool-aid man or the juggernaut and they all seem to think the juggernaut would win those fools have no imagination for they people no, that they, read fucking made-up stories all the time they have no imagination and they are all subsequently banned from our podcast <laughs> yeah i just uh you know like they're just like oh obviously the juggernaut and it's like just think about it for a little bit man just think about it because one of them's like why would the juggernaut drink the kool-aid i'm like it's hot why wouldn't he drink kool-aid he's wearing that fucking helmet it's hot it's hot they did say that apparently okay and this you know i guess they're correct on this one uh, apparently it is canonical that the Kool-Aid man is actually the jar uh-huh. and not the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Cause he changes his, his clothes by putting a different flavor Kool-Aid in himself. Exactly. So, you know, if that's the case, then yeah, I guess the juggernaut wins, but I'm going to pretend that that's not canana- canonical and the Kool-Aid man, Kool-Aid man still wins in my fucking, yeah, how many in my ta- fucking but book. how many times has a fucking comic book been re a uh, comic book, you know, history been rewritten a million exactly. times. Exactly. So, so fools. Fuck them. Fools. <laughs> and then the other thing I wanted to I wanted to pull to you because they they had a question. Uh oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I heard this. Uh yeah. If you were offered the choice uh uh between um having two million dollars yeah. or a deli, an infinite deli in your pocket, yeah, which would you choose? Two million dollars. You wouldn't what two million over an infinite deli? I don't eat meat. That 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 doesn't mean anything. I don't want to eat bread. (laughs) You, it's an infinite deli. You can have whatever the whatever you want stocked. Why would I want to pull pasta salad out of my goddamn pocket? Infinite pasta salad forever. You could stock your own restaurant. Do you know how rarely I wash my pants? It's not a flavor they, I want. They did mention, like, the question does change. Is like, well, if you don't take it for two million, where's the number? Where's the number that you would that you would take it? Oh, like I think my like five hundred thousand. I think my number is ten million. Oh. I would I would take ten million over a pasta or over a pocket deli. A pasta deli. Pasta deli. A pasta, <laughs> pa- a pasta pasta pocket. Poly pocket pasta deli. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna write that down. God. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Okay, that's done for listener shit. Let's talk about the next episode. This is a big one, Jeff. I know. We're going to do the, is it I? It's one. One. Yes, but it is a Roman numeral. But yeah, it's one. It's one by the fucking killer ass band Curse. Not to give my opinions away about this record, (laughs) but I love it. <laughs> uh, uh, if you don't, if you don't want to listen to the next episode, I love this record. <laughs> so yeah. that's my opinions. Also, we haven't drawn our winner yet for our contest, but we will draw that today. Also, uh, well, not today, but the day that this episode comes out, which is Monday. Yes. Uh, so, congratulations to whoever you are. 
for winning the contest. For winning the contest. It's a cool little prize pack. Yeah, it's uh, cool shit in there. Thanks for listening. Thanks to everybody that's playing. Uh, and thanks for sharing it around. Yeah, it's cool. We've uh, had a really good response to this contest. We didn't know if anybody was going to give a fuck. And, yeah, uh, yeah, I know. But and people, people have. have. And so it's, it's awesome. cool. So thanks. Um, and I wanted to say that we probably are going to have a special guest on the next episode as well. Fingers crossed. Sick. Um, it's perhaps someone international. Oh. An international person of mystery. All right. So you can find us on Instagram at Death Scography Pod. You can find us on Twitter at Death Scography. You can find us on Facebook at Death Scography Pod. You can join our Facebook group at Death Wish Posting or email us at deathscographypod at gmail.com. You can find me personally on Twitter and Instagram at Iron Raygun. You can find me on Twitter at Carbomb Sermon. You can find me on Instagram at Carbomb underscore Sermon. It uh, is an underscore. There is an underscore. But uh, yeah, don't talk to me. <laughs> Just follow him and uh, see the see the good food that he makes. Yep, that's about it. It's food and uh, uh, every <laughs> every now and then there'll be like a uh, like a silly stoner thought. Uh, Perfect. Like uh, <laughs> like uh, here, let me let me hit you with this one. Chubby stoners smoke Pillsbury cough. And there you have it, folks. You can get that live on Twitter. Was that a Twitter thought? Yeah. All right. You get that Twitter. Follow him on Twitter, Carbomb Sermon. Uh, a couple of people have been following me, and I wanted to say thanks for for following. Um, you, you know, I'm have, always trying to push. You don't have to brag about things, it. So I'm just saying it's cool. Uh, uh, we're getting. I'm getting famous. Uh, <laughs> uh, and lastly, I wanted to say uh, everything that we talked about on today's episode. Um, you can a lot of it you can find in the Bridge Nine book. Um, or the various re uh, record labels websites all has information about the bands. And then I did pull directly from a dying scene interview with down to nothing about uh, where he claimed that terror was his job. <laughs> cool. I just wanted to give my citations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for listening and we'll catch you next week. Do you think that a man or woman should once in their life, open a bottle with their eye socket. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not?